Hi friends, I'm Elisa, the founder of Revelation Wellness, and I'm so glad you have made your way to this page. You are an answer to our prayers. And now I want to invite you into Body Freedom Reset, five days of healthy and whole living. This five-day reset is totally free. If you're exhausted by the roller coaster of moving between obsessing over your body and your health, or the other extreme of neglecting your body, mind, and soul, I want you to know there is more available to you than what the world offers. We've been there too. We are all subject to loud and frequent messages from the world about what our bodies should look like or be able to do. The dog days of diet culture are over. You don't have to conform to the standards of the world. God has a new message of freedom for you as it relates to your body, and I can't wait to share it with you for five days. Wherever you are on your body journey, this is the place to begin. Hey friends, if what you just heard interests you, sign up for the free five-day body freedom reset. It's time to get off the diet culture roller coaster, so let us help you. Swipe up on the show notes to get started today. We've also got body image coach Jen Beyer sitting down with Elisa to talk about our bodies and the power of blessing them. They're having a conversation about healthy body image, dysregulated nervous systems, and some easy practices you can start today. Jen shares her own story, even overcoming a terminal cancer diagnosis in her early 20s, which helped her learn to appreciate how amazing God made our bodies. Before we press play, we want to thank our donors for making this episode possible. Swipe up on the show notes to learn how you can become a monthly partner too. Enjoy the show, friends. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Jen Bayer is here. That's how I say it, right? Bayer? It is buyer, but that's okay. Buyer, my bad. Okay. I it's okay. Edit that my out. husband's Ooh. German. My husband's German. It's fine. Everybody says it wrong. It's no big deal. <laughs> buyer. Buyer. Yes. Buyer. Okay. Well, Jen, welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, why don't you go ahead? I've did a little introduction in the bumper, but why don't you go and tell people a little bit about yourself in your own words? Yeah. So the Lord led me on this journey these last handful of years. You know, I struggled with chronic health issues for most of my life and got to this place where I also was trying to arrive at this, you know, ideal body, um, which we don't, we know doesn't exist. And I was, I was crying out to the Lord one day, not only talking about, you know, this weight struggle that I had had, but also the chronic health struggle that I had been walking through for many, many years And he said to me, (laughs) I'll never forget it. He said to me, why would I heal what you continue to curse? Um, And that really convicted me in how I had been um, communicating with my body, how I had been speaking over my body, Mm. how I had been allowing others in my life to speak over my body, lies that I'd, you know, kind of taken in as truths that other people had spoken over me. Yeah. And he just led me on this long journey of just rewiring and relearning like what God says about our bodies and what it means to have like a healthy body image in all things in, you know, in how I look on the outside and in the inside, because as we know, like chronic health issues go usually go right along with some of this stuff. So 
Would you mind sharing some of those chronic health issues? Like what were those for you? Yeah. I mean, it started when I was seven and I went through just so many different health struggles where they really couldn't pinpoint what was happening. Right. I just would go from doctor to doctor and they'd be like, well, you know, we think it may be this and nobody ever really pinpointed it. And then when I was 20, I was diagnosed with a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a really aggressive form of cancer. And I walked through that. Um, I was actually given like a terminal diagnosis. So the chances that I would even make it out of that were, is a miracle. Um, went through that, did really good. And that's when I started to get into nutrition and supplementing and really started taking care of my body in a healthy way. But the, the, the real in my mind was still really unhealthy and really critical, right? That was still there. I still was trying to arrive at this place where like I looked perfect or I was in the ideal pant size or whatever it was. Uh, so I was still kind of going through that, even though I was really big on nutrition, I was really great at taking care of myself, but it was always for an outside like validation. It was never yeah. like an internal. And it was about this time that I started walking with the Lord. Cause I wasn't raised in a home that yeah. knew the Lord. I knew of him, didn't have a personal relationship with him. Mm. Um, so I started to get to know him. And then when I was, uh, in my early thirties, I was diagnosed with uh, Lyme's disease. And that has been the hardest one out of all of them because there's a lot of co-infections and underlying things. And what it turns out is that uh, the problems that started when I was seven was actually some autoimmune issues that had just continued to be exacerbated by the cancer and then the Lyme's disease. Mm -hmm. And so it's been, it's been a long journey, but I can honestly say through everything I've learned that I'm doing the best I've ever done now really? in my forties. So in your forties, I was going to say, how old yeah. are you now? You look yeah. about 32 forties. You have a baby oh, face. Thank you for that. Thank you for mm. that. <laughs> I'll take it. So good. Well, let's talk about some of the things that you have learned that are just more on the practical side and, um, about even dysregulation, how, how yeah. you've come to regulate when you are dysregulated. Like why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. My favorite thing to talk about is the nervous system, because that has been the last key to the puzzle for me in my own healing journey. I started learning about biblical hearing about seven or eight years ago. And I was, you know, learning scripture and speaking scripture over myself and just not allowing those critical voices to be there. Right. But there was still something missing. And I was still kind of in the midst of this Lyme's disease journey. So I was constantly dealing with co-infections and things like that. So yeah. I was in this tension of Declaring what the world says, like what the word says over us, like, you know, I will be healed and believing that, but living in a reality where I wasn't that yet there. And that yeah. was kind of a tough place to be right. And, um, just learning how to navigate that I think was really, really tricky, but in that he started speaking to me about the nervous system Yeah, and, you know, I would, I would feel glimpses of peace in my life. But I can honestly say that probably since that age of seven, I hadn't walked in peace. I didn't know what that looked like, but I knew it existed because I'd felt glimpses of it when I was in his presence, you know, when I would be prayed over, when I would be prayed over for healing. And so he started to talk to me about a dysregulated nervous system and how that can have an effect on negative thinking. So like if you're trying to change your thoughts and you just continue to be in that struggle. Like, you know what the world, the word says, you know what truth is, but your reality is different. That's because your nervous system is kind of just pulling you out of that. When you have chronic illnesses, 
and your body's stuck in fight or flight, it's almost impossible to change that thinking. It's almost impossible for your body to heal because you never hit that rest and digest and heal of your nervous system, right? You're constantly on edge and thinking you have to be braced and ready for a fight. And so I started learning about regulating the nervous system. Um, Some of my favorite exercises, super simple to do. Um, Are you familiar with the polyvagal exercises? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead and teach it to our audience. Yeah. That's one of my absolute favorite is just, you can sit up straight and then you can just uh, lean your left ear towards your left shoulder. I'm sorry, your right ear towards your right shoulder. And then you're going to want to look out in front of you and just hold that for about 30 seconds. And what that does is it turns on the vagal break, which Mm -hmm. tells your brain it's okay to switch into rest mode. It's okay to stop being on all the time. Mm-hmm. and just allow it into the place where you can think clearly. And so I had known a lot of this stuff for a long time. I have a son with sensory issues. I had dealt with anxiety and I started practicing it on the regular a couple of years ago because I was so tired of being, you know, sick and tired. I had been doing all the right things in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. And this was the final piece of the puzzle for me that just let everything fall into place where my body could actually heal. And there's a number of other exercises that you can do. Uh, Another one of my favorites, I'll show you just really quick. I know that they can't see it, but it's putting both of your hands on your, um, on your arms like this. So crossing your arms. Kind of like I dream of Jeannie, everyone. Yep. That's a perfect explanation. And then you're going to tap one arm while you're looking the other direction and Mm -hmm. then just switching and oscillating back and forth. Mm -hmm. And that just allows the neural pathways in your brain to slow down and start speaking to each other. So Mm. great exercises to do, doing them on the regular can help bring that nervous system down to a state of calm. So your body can do what it was designed to do. Our friend, Rachel Gilbert of the house, she does um, butterfly hugs where she crosses her arms and does tap left and right, tap left and right. Love it. It's kind of like that comfort of the hug, but the bilateral stimulation. So yeah, it's fun. It's, it's really incredible. I think what we're learning about where health I'm, I'm with you, I believe our health at its purest form is in our nervous system because mm-hmm. you can have a cardiovascular system, a muscular system, right? There's 12 systems of the body that kind of makes up your life. And if you have an illness, you go to a doctor that somewhere is connected to one of those systems. Right. Um, but the nervous system, it's also can be a strange one because it's just neurological energy and, um, nervous, you know, what, what's, what is it? Yeah. We're not dealing literally with the energetic system of the body. So energy. Yeah. If you break it down to hormones, it's that cortisol and adrenaline too, that like, if that's pumping through your body all the time, you can't think clearly, right? It serves its purpose when we need it to, right? If we're running from a bear or we get, you know, in a car accident, or we need to lift a car off a child, something like that. But if it's on all the time, that's when it starts to cause problems. Which is what we're living in now. We're always on. It absolutely is. Gosh, there's, (laughs) don't get me going on some of the... (laughs) technology I've seen coming out. I'm like, oh my gosh, we are, it's a, it's going to be a war for our free will. What will we choose to stay human or are we going to become cyborgs? Yeah. (laughs) It's really our choice, but (laughs) so who influenced you? Like how, how did you get to learn about the, you know, just get to where you are, where was there a crux moment? Was there a doctor? Was there someone that really influenced you? I feel like there's so many people. I mean, really learning the word, um, was huge for me because the word, the Bible, 
Yeah. I wasn't raised in a home where that was ever spoken. I knew it was like this big book that seemed overwhelming and confusing. Mm. And I really, I, I got the advice from one of my pastors as I was becoming a new Christian, start with the new Testament, because that's where you're going to learn about like who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. And that was such great advice because I wanted to read the whole thing, you know, cover and cover. And then like I would a get, book. I would Page get, one. Right. Yeah. It doesn't it's not a, it's well. not a bad thing to do, but yeah. when you're brand new, it's really overwhelming and most of it you don't understand. And so yeah. I started in that new Testament, really learned about who Jesus was. And then I had to put it into action, right? Because like I said, I was living in this tension for so long about, okay, Jesus does heal, but I've been walking with these symptoms for the vast majority of my life. Mm-hmm. How do I get from over here where this feels true to what he says is mm-hmm. true? And so that was huge for me. Um, some other people that have been super influential in my life, uh, Bill Johnson wrote a book called Strengthening Yourself in the Lord. Yep. And that's where I really learned to like sit in the presence of God and really just allow him to minister to me. And I think that alone has been the biggest change in my relationship with him. Like I knew the word, but the word became true when I sat and just looked at his face and just allowed myself to be in his presence. Uh, So that's been a huge one. I, of course, I absolutely love your books. Like I love what you're doing with fitness and moving the body. That's just incredible. Uh, Jess Connolly has been a huge influence Mm -hmm. as well with her, uh, the name of her book is totally slipping my mind right now. Uh, Breaking Free from Body Shame. Breaking yes. Through Body Shames, her book. Yes, yeah. yes, there you go. And then I've read a number of books on biblical inner healing um, and just continued to try to walk that out in every area of my life. One of my mentors wrote a book called Hope, A Practical Guide for P- Praying for Healing. Her name is Rebecca Ribnick. And that mm-hmm. was the first, uh, her testimony was the first one I'd ever heard of a miracle, like a true life miracle. Yeah. And that was book has had a huge impact on me as well, so. Okay. A question about, let's talk a little bit about our bodies and weight. Um, yeah, that we are a society that often strives for being smaller or less when it comes Mm -hmm. to our bodies and weight. Um, but what does it look like when God is asking us to make peace with our bodies, um, right where they're at? Yeah. So for me, it was unlearning a lot of the lies that I'd believed. Mm -hmm. So I'll never forget being 12 years old in gym class. We were in our swimming segment and, you know, I had to wear a swimsuit in front of a bunch of seventh grade boys. And I was one of the first girls to develop and I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified to do that. And I made it through gym class, but then I made it to math class afterwards. And there was a group of seventh grade boys making fun of the way that I looked in a swimsuit. Mm -hmm. And that was devastating to me because number one, I was already afraid. I already had this, uh, I knew that I had developed before the other girls. So I was already a little, felt a little awkward and out of place. And then these boys were supposed to be my friends and I heard them making fun of me. And I believed that lie that I was fat. I believed that lie for probably close to 30 years mm-hmm. and walked from that image that everything that I had to do every food I put in my mouth, every time I exercise was trying to arrive at the place where I was good enough. So if I had to be in a swimsuit or a dress or something like that, where I wouldn't get made fun of. Mm -hmm. And when I started to walk this with the Lord, he started just to talk to me about, you know, how he made our bodies to be good, that everything he did was intentional. Like he saved me from cancer. I didn't even know the Lord back then. Like I had significant damage 
to my pelvis from the tumor. And here I am, you know, 20 plus years later, completely walking, no restrictions. Like my body healed from that. I was able to birth two children after going through chemotherapy as a 20 year old, when they told me I never would. And he just started showing me the miracles like along the way. And so it just changed the language of how I was appreciating what my body could do versus what I was discontent with it. It didn't look like, or it couldn't do. Mm -hmm. And that just completely changed the inner narrative of my mind. You know, I think other things that are really healthy to do are just unfollow, uh, people on social media that trigger you when you're in the middle of this journey, Mm -hmm. uh, changing your relationship with food. I know for me, I had completely idolized food. Mm -hmm. I just created a complete idol out of it in my life. And I don't do that anymore. I still choose to nourish my body with healthy foods, but I don't eliminate any foods anymore. Like I used to, or think of foods as bad and good because food is just food and it has nutritional value and some has more and some has less. Yeah. Uh, so that's what it looks like for me. Uh, this story comes to mind. I want to ask you just because this is the road that you're walking and I imagine you work yeah. with others. I think, I know you do because you're a coach. I do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I had a woman that reached out to me on Instagram and she's like been going through the body revelation. She's like, okay, it's all makes sense to me. And I go and I do the practices because we have chapters where then they go for a walk yeah. and like nervous mm-hmm. system, but just a walk. I tell them like, yeah. just trying to actively stay in a a lower, you know, recovery zone. Um, and she's like, when I'm out there, it's all great. It's all great. And I I hear the Lord and I know what he's saying, but then I come back and I look in the mirror and it all just falls apart. What, What do I do? I would start with a practice of asking the Lord, what his opinion is on each body part. Um, you know, for me, like I had a six pack before I had kids. Um, and then after I didn't, I had diastasis recti really bad. And so that was an area I had to just sit with the Lord and I had to ask him, like, how do you see these muscles? And he would just show me like the incredible ability that we have as women to carry a baby, to stretch that far, to have that baby. (laughs) And I just found the wonder of God in it. Um, It still might not look exactly like it did before babies, but I found the miracle in that process. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just an unlearning of what the world says we should look like and just holding on to the truth of what the Lord says. Yeah. I replied back to her very much that same line of how I think the input of the world is still coming Mm -hmm. at a more rapid pace and and a volume that his voice hasn't had a chance yet. And so perhaps Mm -hmm. turning down the volume, unfollowing, get off your phone, like the input, you just, you're, it's Mm -hmm. outpacing. And that's kind of goes back to our nervous system. We're we're constantly being influenced in input with more information than we've ever needed, more input than we were made for when we're made for intimacy and relationship and healthy relationship, and then output of going and serving and and using our purposes and gifts. And Mm so yeah, I was just telling her, it's just going to, it's going to take a while. Like it doesn't happen and it is a practice. And, and the other weird thing is the fact that who said, like when you step back and you just look at it abstractly, like who said stretch marks are ugly, like they are pretty amazing. The fact that your body didn't bust open and you bleed it out, like you've stretched, 
That's amazing. Right? It goes back to right? that wonder it's, thing. Yeah. Like, who said that's bad or that my, that cellulite's bad. I did a whole teaching on cellulite, which is so fascinating uh, that how we even got to where we are, why cellulite's so bad. It's totally spoiler alert to sell products and make money. <laughs> Uh, for sure, for sure there, but, uh, yeah, it's this constant renewal of our mind and on who says what beauty standards are like years ago, carrying a few extra pounds was actually a sign of beauty because it's so the world's standards are just continue going to change so that we are always dissatisfied. So people can sell us more stuff is essentially what it comes down to. Yeah. And I think yeah. I want to encourage moms and dads too, or moms probably, because you can be walking it out. Great. Feel like, okay, I've gotten free. And now I don't want my daughter to, to have this. I just mm-hmm. want to like, have y'all take a breath. Like, yes, you can believe for that, but they are going to come against it. They have to figure this yes. out for themselves too. And so yes. what for us to get dysregulated because we're so scared or nervous for them, or do, mm-hmm. you know, we get jealous for them. We want them to be free, but that alone can be a trigger for us. So we have to come pull back to the sovereignty of God, being a safe place for our kids to say yes. these things and not feel yes. shamed about it or yes. don't do that. Don't that's stupid. Don't do what I did. You know, just saying, don't do that or don't do what I did. Doesn't help a kid have a context yeah. for that's real being vulnerable too, yeah. about like our struggles. You know, I have boys, so my struggle looks different than theirs, but I am vulnerable with my kids. Like if I ever, I have teenagers too. So they're kind of in that awkward stage and I'll hear them say stuff about their bodies and we'll just have honest conversations about it, which I think is really powerful. Cause if we just say, don't say that, (laughs) then they just shove those feelings down and their feelings are valid. And so if we talk through it and talk about who God created us to be, it looks a little bit different than just don't say that. That's not true. Um, you know, which is kind of how I was raised with, you know, parents that were criticizing their own bodies, but then told me not to do it. And then I was wrong. And then it just created this cycle and I'm not criticizing them because they did the best they had the best they could with what they had, but you know, I just want to learn and do better for my own kids. So, so good. Yeah. It does come back again to this getting curious about the feeling, not letting the feeling that they're having attached to your feeling of dysregulation, yeah. like just to get right. curious and let them have a, a place to, to ask questions and be heard and be loved and cared for and, Amen. and directed in that same, you're yeah. that same, we're still going to stay on the same path of your freedom and no matter what. So it's, yeah. it's and not letting think, the enemy get any lies in there. Right. Yes. Like, Cause he's so sneaky with all of that physical stuff of yeah. just thinking that you're not good enough in yeah. what the world says. And yeah. Yeah. And it's louder than ever. It's louder. It really than ever. is. It really so, is. So uh, my last question for you is what would you say to a woman today who is, um, fighting chronic health, uh, chronic health issue like mm-hmm. you did and yeah. also feeling like their body's a problem to be solved. Yeah. So I actually wrote a book that I think addresses a lot of these. It's called bless your body. And it's a 40 day guide mm-hmm. to, unlearning some of the lies that we've believed. And I think that's a great starting place. Like this is a journey. It's not, everything's going to be fixed in 40 days, but 40 days is, you know, how long Jesus was in the desert and it's how Mm -hmm. long so many things happen in the Bible. So it's, that's what the Lord told me to do is 40 days, 
ask yourself these questions, check in with the Lord. So you can start changing that narrative and catching yourself Mm -hmm. when you say something that's not aligned with scripture, right? Like everyone now and again, I'll still have a, a thought creep in that doesn't align with what God says about my body, but maybe what the world says. And what I'll do now is I'll just literally take it captive. Like, nope, you don't have power over me. Mm. Like, this is what the Lord says about my body in this area. So I think that's a huge step, number one. And number two, when you're feeling dysregulated, I would highly recommend looking into any type of program that can teach you how to regulate your nervous system. A lot of women are carrying around trauma. They're carrying around unhealed emotions. Mm. Um, And there's several different programs out there. I personally use one called somatic release in my coaching program, where it's just a process to release that, that unhealed trauma from the body. Um, Inner healing and biblical inner healing can go a really long way. But if you have a dysregulated nervous system, you have to involve the body. So body work is really important. Seeing a trauma-informed therapist is really important just to continue Mm -hmm. to move forward. And then I think sitting at the Lord's feet is always going to be the most powerful thing. However, if you're dysregulated and all you're doing is sitting at the Lord's feet, Mm -hmm. sometimes you can sit there and you feel like, what's supposed to happen now? Like my brain's racing too much. I can't hear him. And so adding in those other things I think is really powerful as well. Awesome. Well, guys, we're grateful. Jen, thank you for being here. Uh, before thank you go, you so much three, for having quick, me. three quick questions. First of all, you can connect yeah. with Jen at exaltedhealth.com. You guys, she's got, I'm sure all the resources and stuff there to go further in this conversation. Uh, three quick questions. Um, coffee, tea, or kombucha? What's your go-to? Oh gosh, probably tea. I'm not really a big drinker of any of them. What are you? Wait, what do you drink then? water, bubbly water. I'm kind of boring in that. Like sometimes I will drink tea in the winter time, but I'm not a big tea drinker at all. Um, And I don't drink coffee or kombucha. I don't like anything vinegary. So (laughs) love it. Love it. Um, your favorite way to move your body. Favorite way to move my body is Pilates or walking. Love it. And, um, favorite athleisure wear, where do you get it? What store, what brand? Oh gosh. I am so an Amazon girl. So I don't okay. have that's a right. certain Good. brand. There's a yeah. lot of great stuff on Amazon. That's actually keeps there coming really up a is. lot because people there either is. don't have time to go look. They don't want to just try it. Like send it to me. I'll try it on. I'll send it back. Yeah. That's kind of what go. happens. It's some good. And there's quality happens. stuff out there. There's, there's actually, I mean, once you know the brands you like on Amazon, can't go wrong. Yeah. And I feel like I collected so many for years, like in the years that I was really struggling with my body image, mm. I probably haven't had to buy any in years because, yeah. because I just yeah. had such a collection. Cause I was always trying to look a certain way back then, but I just don't have that issue anymore. So now I just okay. have a huge collection and haven't had to replace it. So I'm Perfect. thankful for that. <laughs> Perfectly free. Wonderful. All right, Jen. Well, thank you for being here. We're grateful. For thank your time. you so much for having me. Really Take appreciate care. it. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Friends, we hope this episode blessed you. And if you love it as much as we did, would you share it with a friend? And be sure to swipe up on the show notes. You will find all the links mentioned in the episode. Let's keep the conversation going. You can leave us an audio message and tell us how this episode sparked something in your heart. We would love to hear from you and hear what you think. Thank you for being here and be sure to connect with us soon in all the places. Peace.